right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me, always, is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Sean, what's going on, man? How you feeling oh, today? I'm feeling good, man. This feels like a, this feels like a roots in this podcast. It does, yeah, man. man. We're doing a roots going doing, back to the back in the day. Yeah, a little remote podcast. We're not in the studio today. I know uh, I always like to tell people when we're table? in the studio. <laughs> man, sitting at a table. With the throwback mic stands, you yeah. know what I mean? Doing Slow it like, great. yeah, doing it like how we used to do it when we first started off. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's still good. It's still we got to get these episodes out, yeah, bro. We gotta, we, we gotta do what we gotta do. We gotta do. You know, we what, got a view going on today. This, this is nice though. This yeah. is nice. Yeah, we're sitting in your fucking high rise building, giving a yeah. shout out. Now people can imagine how much money we make from this. None. The answer is none. Yep so none <laughs> don't don't think too deeply into it uh but yeah man we're here nice man, view these guys are more popular than we thought they were yeah, no we're not nice view not a cloud in the sky yeah beautiful lake definitely clouds in the sky yeah. oh you're right there's clouds in the sky uh, uh, we got the lake out here we got uh we got Loyola campus yeah uh, yeah we do uh, out, out here in chicago man so on this uh cool cool sunday afternoon we're uh recording the newest episode and today, we're here to talk about Thor, the mighty Thor. The god of thunder? The god of thunder himself. Um, Not the god of hammers? Exactly, exactly. Funny enough, though, <laughs> we're here to talk about his hammer more so than we are to talk about him. Um, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, uh, but Thor, honestly, is one of my favorite comic book characters i like thor in the movies don't get me wrong he's great i think he's good in the mcu i think chris hemsworth does an amazing job playing him i do like what they've done with this character uh i do like his arc overall but comic book thor man he's on a different level to me and i i like thor comic books any story that like centers around him is just like oh man it's so much hype it's so just like Yes, let's fucking do it, man. Like, it's always something just so just epic and just like, you know, because it's always based in like the the myths and like the legends and you always see Thor do some wild shit like fucking hang himself from the from the world tree by his ankle and then give one of his eyes up both or some eyes. shit both eyes sometimes both eyes that ragnarok yeah album. man it's just crazy he had a one-up his debt so he took both yeah, eyes he was like, take that. One. i was like damn take, take both of them and then yeah my dude, dad only gave one you see him fucking travel through time to get his past self his future self and then his current self to fight some kind of crazy fucking it it's just it's great man it's great thor yeah. comics are, are good i will did you like uh fat thor in the movies i didn't mind him yeah. I didn't mind him at I all. Know, I was the one I hated it. I was so, so I I didn't like the goofy Thor. See, that's more so what I've I didn't have a problem with him being fat. Like that's not a big deal. Odin's fat most of the time. Um and the like fat and depressing is what I meant to. Yeah, that's going with it. Like yeah, I got I why he was that. depressed, but like let's just throw out all of his 
you know, character development right off the window for a big joke. Yeah, I didn't talked about this. Before, I didn't. Though. Yeah, I didn't love that. I didn't love the goofy Thor. I'm not the biggest fan of that. I like yelling at the guy in the in the PlayStation. Yeah, nah. I like true to form, like warrior, noble Thor, like yeah. proper, like Asgardian Thor. So his his design, his Thor design, when he was still fat with the thick beard and the braid and the two hat, I loved it. I thought that was great. I really do. The, to me, the only thing that would have made that better if they just kept his fucking eye patch. Like, I I, I kind of wish they would have just left him with the yeah. one eye, you know? Because um, then he would have, like, really looked like King Thor from the comics. Um, all he'd be missing is, like, a metal arm. Right. But I digress. I still like him. But comic book Thor is should a have done that different And breed, then, man. like, him go up to Bucky and be like, that's a nice arm. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. Been great. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> then Rocket's like, oh, I'm going to get both of those. Yep. <laughs> I'm taking both those arms. Don't you worry about it. Nah, that would have been good stuff, man. So, But we're here to talk about Thor, more specifically Thor's hammer, hammer Mjolnir, and what really makes you worthy to wield it. So we asked, we posed a question on our TikTok channel. Do you call them channels? Like, what do you call TikToks? Are they channels, pages? Like, what are they? Because, like, you could be like, go to my Facebook page, go to my YouTube channel. What do you call TikToks? What is it? Page, I think. Is it a page? It's a page. Okay. I don't know. Page just sounds weird to me. My TikTok page? I mean, I use it. Sounds better to me than TikTok channel. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because. I mean, I guess Maybe I just you don't think, put anything. You just on my TikTok. Yeah, that's true. So we posed a question on our TikTok. I can't um, help but like after I always want to say something silly with it. The talk of ticks. It just means I'm getting old, man. Yeah, that's just no, old that's, person that's, that's, a, that's a dad joke right there, yep. man. That's that's definitely what that is. <laughs> so we we posed the question on our TikTok of, would you rather be worthy to wield Mjolnir? Or to have a Green Lantern ring. Yes. Now, we've gotten into this debate, so we don't need to get into it again. The reason why I bring this up is because I feel like 90% of people chose the Green Lantern ring. Um, a surprising amount. Yeah. yeah. And having a Green Lantern ring, to a certain extent, you ha- you have to be worthy of having the ring to a certain extent. Not everybody just gets it, right? Um, I don't know if that's true. You got to have the will for it. You got to have the will for it. And the ring chooses you. You don't right. choose the ring. But if I went and I killed Hal Gordon and took the ring off him, it would work for me. Since, in, since when does that happen? That's all Sinestro's doing. He's just killing people and taking rings. But then he's converting it to fear. He's not using the power of will. Yeah, but I've seen early Sinestro just take people's rings. Like, like Green Lantern rings. Yeah. And just use them as Green Lantern rings. Yes. Oh, okay. You are the That's DC expert, so I guess I, I won't to argue go with you. And kill a Green Lantern, I could just take his ring. And all right, well, like he's I gotta, said, he's got to like hold it before he dies and go find somebody worthy. Ah, okay. The ring just stays on his on his body. Huh. Interesting. I guess I never thought about that aspect of it. Okay. So, I guess I don't know if that's true amongst all the canons. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I know there's a storyline where Hal Jordan goes fucking ballistic and just takes a bunch of Green Lantern rings. Right. So, yeah, I'm, but 
he already had he's already been chosen to use the power of will so i don't know if that i don't know that i'm pretty sure if you take any of the lantern rings you could just use them you could use them okay you might not like like you might have to figure out how to use it right you might like not inherently know but there's nothing preventing you like like there's something preventing you from picking up thor's hammer so it's not quite the same i got you I won't argue with you, Sean, because I haven't done my research on the ring. But we did do research on Thor's hammer. That's what we're here for. We're just doing like a whole like different topic lip. So this is actually a couple of our greens out in this episode. Maybe we'll do that one next time. Or just uh, keep that on the docket of uh, episodes to do at some sure. point. Yeah, for sure. But we're here to talk about what actually makes a person worthy of wielding Thor's hammer. And I feel like... like cause, so in the movies, right... We've seen two people do it, other than Thor himself. We've seen Vision lift it, and we've seen Captain America lift it. Lift it. One is very true to the comics, which is Captain America. We've seen Captain America lift Mjolnir on multiple occasions in the comic books. We've never seen Vision do it. And then there was that whole funny debate in the movie of, is does Vision actually count of being worthy because he's a machine and... Like if you put, you want you want to tell the joke. You look like yeah. you're ready for it. Yeah. If you put a if you put the hammer on an elevator, it still goes up. <laughs> Listen, I'm actually like, I feel so strongly, and I don't know why, Nick, but I feel so strongly that Vision is not worthy. Really? Yeah. Like this is like the hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> I feel so strongly because even like so, it's only in the movie that we see it, right? Right. He never once does anything with lightning. Never once. Okay, yeah. So, he's literally just using it as a hammer. That's true. He does just smack the shit just out of smacks. He Ultron hands it, he hands it. it to Thor, and then he smacks the shit out of Ultron for it, and then gives it back to Thor immediately. Yeah. 100% he's not worthy. Yeah, because it does... The enchantment states that whoever... If you're worthy, you'll... I pres- read it. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I thought we should start there. Whoever holds this hammer, if they be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. I, I, I like that you use they, because we've seen... Originally, the enchantment was specifically he, he. Yeah. Um, but later on in the comics, we found out that it actually shifted, and it said she, when Jane Foster uh, wielded the hammer, which we'll get to. Um, I'm trying to remember in the movie. I don't remember what uh, Odin just says. If he does he or there. I don't remember either, but we do know for a fact that the the hammer is not gender exclusive. Right. So, I guess they is the best way to put it, right? Um, I'll be honest. Even if it said he, I wouldn't have thought that it was only for men. Yeah, I agree. Like, if they left but it you know, as he, I would have... Yeah, but you know there are some people who probably did. They're like, yeah. oh, well, how, well how, can a, how can a girl do it? It says he. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> No one's asking you. Yeah. Go back in your parents' basement. There you go. Um, but hey, we're not here to judge, right? <laughs> so we were talking about vision. So yeah, so that's 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 the enchantment. So it's it's said that they possess the power of Thor, and we've seen people who willed it. I mean, uh, there are some people who do it, and they legit t- basically turn into like an Asgardian, right? Like straight up. So we didn't see that happen with Vision. Like right. you said, he didn't even really use any of the powers he of just, it. He just he smacked smacks people. Yeah, he it. just lifted it. He just moved it. Which yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so let's let's dive. And into, we haven't seen him lift it since. That's true. 
That's very true. And maybe it's he's because had opportunities. He's seen Thor. I have a th- I have a theory as to why, but let's let's get more into like what actually makes you worthy. So the main thing in the comics of what makes a person worthy is they have to be pure of heart and of noble mind. Right. Right. So pure of heart is. I mean, I guess, and that's the the tricky thing about this is that these things can be interpreted in in different ways, right? So pure of heart, what does pure of heart mean? Right. I think pure of heart in the sense that you have to be good. Right. Generally good. And I think this is actually interesting, uh, not to keep bringing other DC things into it, but do you remember the episode of Young Justice uh, when they had the uh, the episode where the guy got the blade of uh, Beowulf? You remember this episode? It's like an Artemis and Zantana episode. I think so. And uh, it's the same kind of thing. It's kind of enchantment. You have to be pure of heart. Mm. Uh, and he goes, but the enchantment doesn't say you have to be pure good or pure evil. Ah, so yeah. So he was pure evil and he like killed his sister so he could mm. be pure evil. Yeah. So like in that sense, like it does matter. You have to be generally a good person. Yeah. You can't be like, because I'm sure uh, there's plenty of villains that are pure evil that they still couldn't lift it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I would be the Joker for an example as a pure evil villain. I don't think Joker's coming and lifting the hammer. No, hundred percent not. Absolutely. You imagine uh, that? <clears throat> oh my god. Yeah, no, that'd be fucking insane. At first, I was gonna say Loki, but I wouldn't say Loki was pure evil. He's definitely com- a conflicted character. Correct. Yeah, he is, and Loki has lifted Mjolnir in the comic books because of a switch of uh, morality. Right? right. It's it's happened. So yeah, I do think that when they refer to pure of heart, they do mean purely good. You're trying as hard as you can to be a good person. To be a true hero is what they right. say, right? You're trying as hard as you can to be a true hero. And then of noble mind. This is so interesting because I keep thinking of all the examples that make me like almost change my mind. The MCU really throws everything off. The MCU does change things, but I guess- Ella was fucking evil. That's true. She was evil. Yeah, it is weird, right? right? Like it's but, very maybe maybe the pure evil is a thing. Yeah. So the other thing we've seen, Joker with the hammer. <laughs> I think the thing with, I think the trick with Hella is one again. So in the MCU, they they changed up the timeline a little bit, right? So when Thor was before Thor was banished to Earth is right when Odin put the enchantment on the hammer. Before that, it didn't have that enchantment, so it was basically anybody could use it. You still had it's to be still confusing though. It is confusing. It's it, because she like does that whole stop the hammer with her hand thing. Yeah. So what I was gonna say was, um, I think what happened was that it seems like Mjolnir has a sense of history, a sense of like remembrance, like the hammer itself. There's there's a sentient aspect to Mjolnir. We've seen it. Right. And I think a part of it is it remembers its previous wilders. And I don't know if it's like a, a matter of like, just like, okay, I still accept the fact that you can wield me. <laughs> hey, hello, or, I missed you. Where yeah, are you kind, Right? Like, cause she, she will, she, we saw that she was actually in the MCU. She was the original wilder right. of Mjolnir. Odin gave it to her first. And then he realized it was too powerful and like she shouldn't have it and blah 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 and he banished her so he took it away from her so maybe it was just do you think she was able to stop it because she was just like oh yeah i remember you don't calm down Mjolnir. 
crack. Like, <laughs> do you think that she was still shooting lightning with it? No, I think personally, I think she was just straight up just beating people with it. I don't I think she was controlling storms with it. I don't. I don't think she had all the powers. And again, the MC. Let's get back to the comments in a second. <laughs> but the MCU, because we have the, in that same movie, we have the whole thing of like you're the god of thunder, not the god of hammers, right? right? So we understand that the 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 lightning ability that Thor has does not come from Mjolnir. It's it's his own innate ability. So if that's the case, then Mjolnir was just a way to channel that power. So Hela wouldn't have been able to use it, right? Okay. But it also doesn't make sense because Captain America uses lightning when he picks it yeah. up. Yeah. So I think the key is not to think about it, do I? I think that's the key. <laughs> I definitely think that's the key. Am I that was like, all right, so Hello is the, the god of death. Is she just like Yeah. Summoning storms of death? I mean it kind of um, fits. I mean, yeah, it would fit. Uh, so anyway, back to the comics. God so. of death and just smacking him to kill him. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. So pure of heart and of noble mind, the there are people who believe that the noble mind me is in a reference to nobility, like of Kings royal lineage, yeah, and, title lineage. Uh, but it seems like that's not the case because there have been people who have like no title at yeah, all. I don't think that holds any weight. Yeah, it, noble is more of like a like a uh, just being true and that kind of fun yeah. stuff, right? The other key is courageous. There, it was stated at one point in the comics that you have to have the courage of Thor in order to be able to will Mjolnir. And I think that holds true a lot because most of the people that we've seen do it are courageous people. In fact, they usually lift it in acts of courage. Like, I need to right, save this person or I need to do this thing. I think it's got to <clears throat> be in a moment that you absolutely need it and to be, you know, like encouraged in the moment yeah so like if you were just to go like i almost want to say that if captain america had gone just to try to pick it up in a moment that wasn't like anything threat nothing was really going on and it was the first time because i think the first time is the big difference mm-hmm. uh he wouldn't be able to do it okay but in a moment that he needs it he could pick it up and then i think you can you can disagree with me here i think after that generally Captain America should be able to pick it up all the time. Which doesn't really hold true in the comics, right? He only yeah. picks it up that one time. Does he try again? I don't think he does, but I think it's also a matter of he doesn't want to. And I think that's also a part of what makes him worthy. Because it also means, like, it It seems like in the comics you have to have some kind of sense of humility, right? Um, when Thor first lift, lifts the hammer in the comics it's because he gives up on actually trying to lift it just to do it. Originally, he's just trying to lift it because he just wants to be strong. He wants to be powerful. He feels like he deserves that hammer. Then when Lady Sif is kidnapped, um, that's when he finally is able to lift it because he, he gives up on just lifting it just to do it. He he embraces like, I just need this. Like I need this in order to save like the woman I love, right? So he, that's, and that could be the argument as to like, you have to have that sense of humility and pure heart and noble mind. Like, so he was, he was beyond just wanting to be the strongest. He got to a point where he's like, I need to be a hero. I need to save her. So 
you know, you could say that, and you don't have to be completely, like, you don't have to have a strong sense of humility, because everyone who wheels Mjolnir is instantly more cocky. Like, it's just what it <laughs> is, right? Like, Jane Foster, for example, this dying woman, this woman dying of cancer, as soon as she, like, lifts Mjolnir, she's like, let's fucking go. Like, she's <laughs> ready, dude. She's a different person. She has this sense of, I'm killing you like it's done whoever steps to me the wrong way like i got it you know so i don't think it's a matter of like humility in the sense of you just have to you know always humble yourself i think it's humility in the sense of mjolnir realizes that you've accept the fact that you need its help it's like oh like okay like you've you've given up on just trying to wield me just because you understand that Whatever it is you're trying to accomplish is beyond your own power and you need my help. And because of that, like that's all the humility you need in order to wield it. Right. So I think that, yeah, I think that part's because yeah, crucial. Yeah. Because Thor's not humble. He's not a humble dude. He's, really, just, he's really not. Nah, he's super fucking cocky. He's super arrogant. And I mean, he, he very, like he teeters, right? He, he definitely, again, he has moments of humility. But in most aspects, he's again, he's like, have at the let's go. Like, yeah, you're dying today because you you did something that I didn't like. So the other thing is, and I this definitely seems to be true, but you have to have a warrior spirit or be warrior born. Right. So it doesn't mean that you have to be like raised to be a warrior. Right, like Captain America wasn't raised to be a warrior. He just always, even before he became like Captain America, exactly. He just he didn't like bullet. He always had a fighter spirit. Like he was always ready to fight when when he needed to. Um, and then we look at one of the more um, some of the first couple of people to ever lift Mjolnir, but before Captain America, there was this one guy. His name is Eric Masterson, and he was a film director. And Thor and Lady Sith witnessed him uh, push a guy out of the way of like falling and debris. debris. Yeah. And Lady Sith stated that for him to do that, like he's a hero who's warrior born. Like so they they understood that like even though he's just some like docile film director, like he still has the spirit of a warrior. And because right. of that he was also able to lift Mjolnir in a time of need when he needed to. And then he ends up becoming like a, like a, he gets his own hammer. They give him his own hammer. Um, and it's not even a hammer. It's more of a mace. It's like a lot smaller. Um, and then he becomes Thunderstrike. things out. Like yeah. A, like a I was just like, ah, you know what? Let me, let me give you one. That's what's up. You, you did your thing. Oh, you lifted that hammer? Shit. Shit. All right, let me get you something. Let man. me give you one. The other interesting thing I find is that it seems like Mjolnir is actually the one who makes the decisions as to who's worthy to lift it. Because you would think that because Odin put the enchantment on it, that right. it's based off of Odin's ideology of who's actually worthy. But there have been times where Odin has gone to lift the hammer and he couldn't. Imagine how embarrassing that would be. Man, super fucking embarrassing. <laughs> I gave Come you on. this fucking thing. <laughs> I gave you the enchantment. I created you, goddammit. Lift. <laughs> lift. Um, Everybody's watching. <laughs> yeah. But again, so Jane Foster, 
So background, Jane Foster does become Thor at one point in the comic books. Right. That's when we see the enchantment shift from he to she. Um, and before it happened, she was battling cancer. She was actually dying of cancer. And she had kind of basically beaten it. And Mjolnir materialized itself as a human right. form and told... As you would expect. Yeah. Comics, right? <laughs> and told her that she's worthy because she, because she has a, a pure heart and she the will of her heart is stronger than any thunder that it could manifest. So I was like, yeah, you're worthy. And she believed at the time, because Thor was unworthy, she believed at the time that there needed to be a Thor and she thought that she should be the one to take up the hammer. And Mjolnir was like, yeah, no, you should. You should you should lift me. You should wield me, and I'll give you all the powers of Thor. And that's how she becomes Thor in the comic books. So, yeah, Mjolnir is making these choices. Yeah. It's not just... It's, Which I like. I like it better than thinking that Odin's making the choice. Yeah, definitely. I like it that the hammer has its own kind of consciousness and is making the choice. Yeah. Another one we've seen, which <clears throat> which makes sense, but it's one you I think you at least expect, is that in order to will Mjolnir, you you must be willing to kill. Right. Yeah. Not like just kill unnecessarily, but if you need to, you got to be willing to do it. That's why we've seen people like Spider-Man not be able to do it because he refuses to kill. It's just it's a part of his rule. He doesn't yeah. kill people. Um so you have to, because I mean, in all aspects, you would think that Spider-Man would be worthy of Thor's hammer. Yeah, like I he agree. meets all the other qualifications, right? Like he's pure of heart, he has noble mind, he's obviously courageous, he has m a great sense of humility, responsibility. Like you know what I like? Like and he he is a warrior at the end of the day. Like maybe he will no that that still fits because again. They say a warrior born, not meaning you were necessarily raised as a fighter or as a warrior. But once he was able to get, once he got his powers, he understood that like he needed to get out there and he needed to fight. So he meets all the qualifications, but he he doesn't want to kill. Still not the warrior in the same sense as Thor is a warrior, though. No, that's definitely true. But yeah, no, I agree. You would think it almost feels like there has to be that role because there's so many characters you would think all of a sudden would be able to lift it. And yeah. They can't. Yeah. That's true. I think there, uh, there's something to like fighting with like a purpose and not necessarily like going into a fight if you don't have to to it, which is hard fitting for Thor's character. But I like uh, I like the quote that uh, you know a hammer is a tool to build as well. Mm. And I think a good example of like you know doing destruction with the weapon and it like not having like the correct purpose behind it is when beta ray bill um destroyed a planet because he wanted to uh starve galactus yeah he was just going around yeah. he was basically just like and in this he was gonna you, save yeah i'm just you know, gonna more. take away your food source so yeah. he just destroys planets with people on them right yeah. and he was gonna save more than uh galactus would destroy it was his whole like rationale to that right, right? Um, but that made him no longer worthy. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Beta Ray Bill in the comics uh, was the first person, was the first person other than Thor we saw in the comics lift Mjolnir. Right. Thor encountered him. They got into a fight. 
Beta Ray Bill beat him in that fight, and he was able to lift Mjolnir, and Thor was shocked. He was shook to his core. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this... I get it, too. Horse like, who face, is this yeah, guy? <laughs> this horse face alien. But we find out that, again, he meets all of the... He met all the criteria. Like, he was pure of heart, noble mind. Like, he was genetically altered to be the warrior of his race to protect his people after his planet had been destroyed we know that he was always just fighting to save his people he lifted in a time where he needed it in order to help himself um he's obviously courageous he took on thor without a second thought like he was just like fuck it let's go um and he was willing to kill thor if necessary so he he met all the qualifications and because of that Odin recognized him and he was like, Tell you what, you can give Mjolnir back because Stop calling Odin Oprah. Yeah, they You said what now? Stop calling Odin Oprah. Yeah. You get a hammer. <laughs> and you get a hammer. <laughs> Everybody gets a hammer. <laughs> uh but we saw Beta Ray Bill and Thor actually f- battle to see who would be the master of Mjolnir. And again, Thor lost the fight. And Odin was just like, Well, hold on, buddy. That's my that's my boy. My yeah, that is my son. I don't know if I could just uh let you let you take his toy like that. But tell you what, I get you on. How's that sound? Get you a brand new yeah, one. Yeah, brand nice new one. It'd be nice and golden, you know what I mean? <laughs> hammer. We're making a half hammer, half axe. Don't you yeah, fucking yeah. don't you worry about it. He doesn't that. have a sharp end on yeah. his. <laughs> Please. So Odin had a Stormbreaker crafted in the comic books for beta ray bill and it actually has the same enchantment on it so yeah we do we do come to a point where beta ray bill is no longer worthy which leads to the next thing does his enchantment say thor as well it does right i think so and it'll say like should possess the power of beta ray bill or something nah 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 i'm pretty sure it's thor because he basically when he does it he takes on the power i mean he even has the same costume as thor basically yeah so that makes sense which leads to another thing which worthy We've seen it because we've seen people become worthy and unworthy. And it seems like worthiness is something you have to continuously strive for. It's not just like a permanent thing. It's not just, oh, you were worthy to lift me once, so you're always worthy. Right. It's something you have to constantly strive. You have to continue to be worthy. It can go away. We've seen Thor lose his worthiness multiple times i mean there's a whole story called unworthy thor and beta ray bill tries to give him stormbreaker and thor's like i'm still not worth like i can't i can't <laughs> wield that one either bro like i'm not worthy Stand here. do you not know how this thing works <laughs> yeah like i thought you did but i, I guess you clearly do not uh so he, he still wasn't worthy man what's the story uh if you know where uh it's uh, Nick Fury makes Thor unworthy. By, like, yeah, it's um. I was just talking about this. It is um. It's not fear itself. What is it called? It's called oh shit. <laughs> Didn't mean to put you on the spot. Oh, that's gonna hot. Wait, I know it. I know what it is because it's the story where we find out that the Watcher has been killed, and we don't know why. Marvel story where the Watcher is is killed original sin that's what it is 
right. So it's in that storyline that Nick Fury makes Thor unworthy of his hammer because he whispers a few words to him, and then we see the hammer just bloop, and <laughs> Thor goes to pick it up, and he can't. And it's just like, fuck. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Just whispering words. We find out later on what he whispers to him. Did, did you ever know? Do you know? I think he told me before, but I don't remember. He he told him that Gore was right, which is Gore the God Butcher, yeah. which is the villain we're going to be seeing in the new uh, Thor Love and Thunder movie, which I'm super fucking excited about. <laughs> uh, and that that story is good, too. Uh, but, yeah, Gore was basically just... His whole... Ar- briefly, his, his argument was that the gods are shit people. They're not good people. They don't do anything. They just sit around and watch people die, and they don't do anything to help them out. And, um, you know, Thor... With along with his past and future self, fought Gore and they beat him. But I guess it made him question himself. And the fact that Nick Fury was able to just just hit that nerve and it's be crazy. like, "He was right, you suck," and then he just was like, "Boom, done." And he <laughs> he was unworthy for a while, man. So that that shit is yeah fucking nuts. So yeah, I mean, I think that's that's pretty much all the criteria, right? Yeah, I think so. Being worthy, so pure heart, noble mind. Um, you got to continue to strive to be worthy. You have to have a sense of humility, a true hero, um, a warrior spirit, warrior born, and um, courageous. Courageous, and you got to be willing to kill if you need to. Huh? You got to be willing to take motherfuckers out <laughs> if you got to do it. It's just um, a weird quality for a hero's weapon, but all right. It is. And you know what's funny? The, um, the creator of beta ray bill is kind of the one who not established this rule but like kind of reinforced it because he he stated that when he created beta ray bill he created him with the idea that he was going to be this character who'd be worthy of lifting mjolnir and he specifically made him like a noble person who will kill if he has to like that was a part of the character when he designed him so it's yeah it, it, it's kind of confirmed that like that's a quality so yeah man crazy stuff right. you want to talk about some people who've actually willed it i mean we've mentioned a few we've mentioned a few on but the there's list actually there. quite a few more some that are canon some that are not canon some that are just kind of fun to talk about and think about but yeah man let's let's go through some do so, you want to uh i feel like we should briefly explain canon and not canon because I yeah, know a lot of people, certain, when I say canon to people, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, okay, go ahead. So, uh, canon means that it exists in the main universe. Uh, non-canon are stories that exist outside of that universe. Um, so, like the What If series. Right. Or uh, Elseworlds for DC are stories that exist outside of like the main universe. So, some of these characters have lifted Thor's hammer, but not in the main marvel universe right hopefully that makes sense yeah as much as it can yeah honestly it's like confusing to you're in it and then you like understand it like oh i'm reading this story but this doesn't exist in the main storyline exactly exactly so we already talked we got beta ray bill we got captain america and eric masters we've already named all those yep uh we have boar and i don't know how to say this other one brewery b-u-r-i which stores grandfather and great-grandfather yep uh, Loki did it, and I think you mentioned this one already. Yeah, you did earlier. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, yeah, Fosse Loki did it in the uh, Axis storyline. If people yeah. were wondering, it's like a it's it's a crossover event where basically like roles get reversed and like the heroes become villains and villains become heroes. So Thor's like a villain and Loki is able Seems to. Seems like a fun read. Yeah, I have. That's one I is haven't. That, it's on my list of ones to read. I haven't got to it yet. Is that a canon story? Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's a it's um all the major crossover events pretty much are canon stories. And they do one like every year. So, yeah. uh, Jane Foster, which we mentioned already, yeah, the Destroyer, First Lady Thor, the Destroyer, like Destroyer. the the robot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Feels like on the same level of vision. <laughs> Just a machine. Just a machine. Yeah. True. Uh, Squirrel Girl. Fucking Squirrel Girl. It's making <laughs> that one's not damn. canon, but I love it. It is not canon. No. I key love it. Uh, we got. Black Panther from a million BC. Yeah. I, I love this one. Yeah. So uh, we've talked about this comic uh, before in our podcast. Have yeah. we? Yeah, we've mentioned it before. The Avengers 1 million BC? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this was the original, Avengers original air quotes, team of Avengers that actually Odin put together, Yeah. which consisted of the very first Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he was able to, to wield the hammer as well. Now, I think we see it in a different Black Panther comic book that does like a little flashback thing. So yeah. it's not actually in the comic book Avengers Million BC. A Million BC, BC yeah. yeah. But that panel, dope, man. We, Super cool. We basically just see, uh, I, think it, who, I think it was Mephisto who was wielding Mjolnir at the time. It was Moon Knight. Was it? Yeah. It was Moon Knight that was Moon wielding Knight, it? And he was able to control because it's made of Uru metal, which is from the moon. Ah, put a pin in that. We're going to do that one next. Uh, uh, but so we see the... None of that sentence made any sense to me, to be honest. Yeah. We, we see uh, Mjolnir's throne at Black Panther and it just like misses him. And then it's just like bouncing around him. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why won't it hit you? And he's just like, ha, look, man. Me and this hammer, we go way back, homie. Don't you worry about it. He's like, you do understand that the Black Panther blood, like the lineage of all of them runs through me. Like, so, and then we see the flashback to the original Black Panther lifting Mjolnir. So that's what I was talking about earlier. It seems like Mjolnir has a sense of like remembrance. And it's like, okay, you may not be the exact person that lifted me that was worthy, but you are part of this line. So... Yeah, it's still... I really wish that panel had just had Thor like there watching and just being like, what the f- is going <laughs> on? Both of these guys are doing... I've seen my hammer do either of these actions before. <laughs> I mean, so in essence, I guess Thor's children would also be, maybe not necessarily worthy, but they could use it to like a certain a memory extent. Kinda, yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, because we didn't see Black Panther actually wield the hammer. We just saw him... Not let it hit him. <clears throat> yeah, it just it it wouldn't like it just refused to yeah. like hurt. I guess someone who is of lineage of a previous wielder, which is interesting. Yeah, cause siblings don't matter because I guess Loki's not technically. Thor's no, brother. he's not. Not, not of mind. blood. Not of blood. Yeah. All right. Uh, apparently, Eddie Brock. No, no, no. Tell me about Moon Knight. He doesn't wield it. Moon Knight doesn't wield it. No. So he just controls he can it. Just control it. Interesting. So can, so he, he doesn't so he's actually. Pick, he's not physically picking. It he's up. just like. Yep. Like telekinetically, yeah, just like moving his it around. Moon abilities. 
to move it around. Interesting. Yeah. That's similar to like what we've seen Magneto do. He uses his exactly. magnetism. So like he's not on my list either, but Magneto also. Yeah, right? he's used he's used his magnetism to move it. He can't actually wield it, lift it, or like use any abilities from it, but he can basically just kind of like toss it at you. Yeah. Weird. Seems effective though. It seems like in a fight against Magneto and Thor, that would be nice. Like, you ain't hitting me with this hammer. Yeah, that's true. Me, but you're not going to hit me with the hammer. Bro, Magneto's very underrated. Shoot me at the line, it's fine. I'm a, I'm a, I control magnetism. So you're literally going to have to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to get in my face. You're going to have to step to me, bro. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen this is a little bit off topic? But it was like the Avengers vs. Magneto, and it was like a little cartoon clip. Yeah, and they they all have metal, they all have metal. in some kind of way, shape, or form. And the Hulk comes. <laughs> Do you remember this? I don't remember this part. What happened with the Hulk? The Hulk shows up. He's like, oh, big man, going to beat up an old man that's a Holocaust survivor. Oh. <laughs> and Hulk's like, I don't feel okay about this. And he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but all right, uh, Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Yeah, really surprising to me. Interesting. I gotta read that comic. I, I can't tell anything about it, but he's on the list of people that have wielded okay the hammer. And then uh, Wonder Woman and Superman. Yeah, so Wonder Woman did it in the, the. So these were both crossover events, obviously. Wonder Woman did it in the DC versus Marvel crossover, which was the crossover book where they basically had fans vote. They they pre-paired matchups and then they had fans vote on who they felt would win in a fight which is funny because wonder woman was paired up against storm storm won the vote so we saw <laughs> we saw wonder woman like see thor's hammer pick it up and basically be embowed with the powers of thor which would make sense i mean i feel like wonder woman, wonder woman I think would, would make somebody, sense yeah. she, she's basically thor right yeah. like she's the same damn thing uh, so it makes sense that she'd be able to wield me on there. And, but her fucking humility, I guess, was just a bit too high. Because she was like, ah, if I use this, I'll definitely kill you. So I'm going to just put it back down. It's too much. Like, I don't need that. I'm a real I'm a real warrior. I don't need anything that strong. And then she proceeds to lose that fight because people had already voted for Thor to win, or for right. Storm to win. So fun stuff. Yep. Fun that stuff. Is, you know, it is a damn entertaining comic to read. Yeah. Uh, and then the Superman one was JLA Avengers, which I don't have. The, I don't own the DC versus Marvel one. I own this one. Um, but we see this one. I think I like this one because Superman is basically only able to wield Mjolnir because Thor allows him to. Right. Which we don't see that anywhere else. No. He's with, not going up to you know Iron Man. Be like you know for the next ten minutes, have some fun with this. Yeah. <laughs> I've had it. Whatever you want to do, man. It's going to make you fly without the suit. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he basically, he tells him he can use it for the fight. And then once the fight's over, we see Superman go to pick it up and he can't. And he's just like, what the, what the fuck? Like, he's like, oh, wait, hold on, Thor. Let me go grab your hammer for you. And he goes to pick it up. And he's like, oh, wait, huh? But it's because Thor only allowed him to he's use like it for that it. fight. I, think I broke your hammer, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, which is which is weird. But we've also seen Superman. I, Superman is definitely on the list of characters who could probably brute strength wield it, though. Right. Because we also seen Thor try to strike him with it, and Superman just kind of caught it. Yeah. So 
that also is like. But he's not, other than that one circumstance, in normal times, he's not just lifting it up. Nah, he's not. He's not. And it's the killing thing that we were talking about earlier. It's yeah. Superman's not willing to kill. So that just right alone will disqualify him. Yep. We've also seen the Hulk just brute strength lift it before. Yeah. But again, once he does it, he's not actually wielding it. He just, he can hit somebody with it and then that's it. So, but I mean, that's just kind of a testament to how strong the Hulk is, (laughs) which is weird. That's just the Hulk being ridiculous, though. It's not an effective way to hit somebody if it's that heavy for him. Yeah, it's not. But, you know, Hulk, Hulk, Matt, Hulk smash, all that, all that fun stuff. They're like, ah, give me this thing. But I think that's it in terms of uh, that that topic, man. So now we're going to. We're going to blaze over to a new segment we're going to be introducing to the show. This will be the first time we're going to call it Comic Call Out. Uh, basically, we're just going to talk about comics that we're either in the process of reading or we've read or, you know, just, just as a way to keep us up to date, keep us reading, get you have you guys get some cool comic book information from time to time in case you're wondering uh, what comics you should read or where to start or things like that. So I know I got one for this week. Uh, you weren't prepared. That's okay, Sean. Don't worry about it. I'll have one for next week. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, I I wanted to mention this one for this week because it it goes very nicely with our theme. So there's a a Beta Ray Bill comic book that came out recently. You can actually get it in a trade paperback form um, of a current Beta Ray Bill story. And in this story, we see Beta Ray Bill has actually lost Stormbreaker. Him and Thor got into a disagreement Thor actually broke it. What a douche. Right? Uh, he, he shattered Stormbreaker. Can make I don't know. Nah, I guess not. Apparently get Reed Richards and Iron Man right on it. Yeah. So we see Beta Ray Bill just kind of really struggling with... It, it's surprisingly deep for a Beta Ray Bill story. Like, you wouldn't expect it. Like, you... I don't know. Like, Beta Ray Bill, you don't think much of. But, like, it was a... It's a damn good story <laughs> to just be Beta Ray Bill. Like, we see him struggling internally about like who he is and like where he belongs because like for the longest time he's been living amongst he's been living on asgard amongst asgardians kind of like being one but he he starts to realize that like without his hammer is he really an asgardian like or has he just been fucking pretending this whole time and you know he's he's unconfident with his current form like how he physically looks and having Stormbreaker actually allowed him to change his form to his more natural state before he got experimented on. Um, and he's like trying to do this whole relationship with like Lady Sith, but she's not the biggest fan of. Well, at least he believes that she doesn't, she won't love him if he looks the way he does with the horse face. He needs to be back in his original form. So he decides to go on this quest to steal the sword of Surtur, the big fucking right. fire demon that we saw in Thor Ragnarok. And uh, he travels to hell. Then, like, on this sh- on his ship, he brings his Scourge. So, again, we saw from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Scourge, uh, Pip the Troll, and his ship, who was, like, sentient, basically, to a certain extent. And... Yeah, man, it's a good fucking story. Like, I yeah. like Scourge in it. He's he's fun. Pip the Troll's fun. Um, we see... So they, they go to hell. 
they're like in this like lo- river of lava and then they dive through a river of river of lava because they have to keep going deeper and then we see this pretty epic fight between beta ray bill and Surter, and he's like beta ray bill basically talks enough shit to him where Surter's like all right fine he's like why don't you fucking come down here and fight me right because you know Surter's yeah size of a mountain and he's like okay cool you want me to so he reduces himself to the size of beta ray bill so they're like equal inside because beta ray bill was just like if you want you fucking if you really want to show how strong you Shit are to my level yeah come down here to my level because i guarantee you shit ain't gonna go the way you think it's gonna go so he comes down to his level and we see him see him fight and beta ray bill does his crazy fucking suplex to him and like crashes him through a bunch of stuff and like impels him on the it's that's how embarrassed it <laughs> man it's 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 a it's a good fight it's a good story um yeah, I definitely think, like, if you don't ever read any other Beta Ray Bill story, like, I get it. But this one. It's worth the read? It's definitely worth the read. It's one good. out of 10, where you're rating it. One out of 10? I mean, I think I, I'm going to put it up there. I'm going to either give it like an eight or a nine. That's high. It is because, high. one, it was unexpected. Two, like, it's a, ba- again, it's a Beta Ray Bill story. So I th- that adds into the level of unexpected. Like, you didn't, you don't go into it thinking you're going to get as much out of it as you do. But it is it, it is a good story. And you don't need to know a ton about Beta Ray Bill. Like if you just like if you wanted to read this story and you've never read any Beta Ray Bill comic books, if you just do a quick like history of video or like um like a quick Google search of the history of Beta Ray Bill, you'll pretty much get all the information you need in order to read this story. My? But yeah, it's got I mean it's got humor, it's got emotion, it's got heart, like it's got good action. It's overall, it's a good story, and like I said, it's in trade paperback form, so like, you could just buy that and you'd be good to go. Awesome. Yeah, man. So, or just get it digitally on like Comicsology. Yeah. So. All right, close calls time. Uh, yeah. We're gonna name one character that has never wielded the hammer that we think has the characteristics and could do it. Ah, okay. I forgot we were doing this. Uh, I figured. Yeah. I was like, huh? All right. So this is how we'll end the episode with this. I got my one fictional character. You got your one fictional character. Is yours a comic book character or no? It is not. All right, good. So that's what I was hoping for. So yeah, so non- two non-comic comic book, book characters. characters. Yeah, I was going... So it would have been easy to just name a bunch of people from anime, but since you don't fucking watch anime... I'm like, who? Sean. Who that? I, I figured I'd come with somebody who you may at least know. Right. Um, but I'll let you go first because I feel like I've been doing more talking. All right. My choice is Harry Potter, mm. which might surprise you. I don't know if it, I would say a surprise. It might surprise our listeners, but it didn't surprise me because <laughs> I know you, Sean. I knew you were going to come with somebody. I mean, the fact that Harry Potter, has, I think Harry Potter has the characteristics to surprise me. I think the fact that I trust Harry Potter, you know, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So that's, that's, that's true. Surprising. That's true. Uh, so so how, does, how does he meet the requirements? Hit me up with it. I believe he has he's noble of mind and heart, right? Mm-hmm. So the two characteristics we were saying that was really important. But when you look at the Harry Potter series overall, the whole story is about uh, him fighting Voldemort. And he's taken on this quest of what's supposed to be the most powerful wizard. Second most powerful because he thinks Dumbledore is the most powerful, right? But the second most powerful wizard. And there's nothing extraordinary actually really about harry potter and his like magical abilities but he's still taking on this quest so he's got the courage aspect of it as well um he's 
trying to kill Voldemort, so he's willing to kill, but he's not generally trying just to kill people, right? But he's got the willingness to. So when he's fighting like the Death Eater people, uh, he's willing to do so, but he doesn't want to kill anybody. Gotcha. Um, I think those are the big reasons why I think 100% he's lifted it. Okay. So if Mjolnir, his fucking wand breaks... He's picking that hammer up. He's just like, oh, shit, there's a, yep, I'm I'm wielding this bitch. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Do you think he'd have some kind of crazy ability if he had it, like, mixed with his magic? I mean, it is based in magic, too, so is, that yeah. works. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. You know what's even more fitting is what's he that? has the lightning scar. Ah, nice. That yeah. is that is a nice touch. All, All right. right. little fun part of it. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. All right, so I'm going to give it to... Um, Uncle Iroh from Avatar. Do you okay. know? You know who that is kind of okay. Fair enough. I, I was hoping it's been you a long did. time since I yeah. watched Avatar. So it's Zuko's uncle, right? He has a a muddy past, but he has since changed thoroughly. Um, he is now of like, and he he always kind of struggled internally, uh, but he is definitely now of pure heart and noble mind. Um easily courageous he he always does what he needs to do like he's never scared to fight but he is hesitant to fight because he is he is hesitant to fight unnecessarily which is great wisdom beyond like is just fucking top notch um he does whatever he can to save the people that deserve saving and um he's killed before so his willingness to kill I'm not really worried about that because yeah. he, he's he's killed plenty of times before, but yeah, I think I think he'd be worthy to All lift right. Thor's hammer. I think he, yeah, I think he'd crush that. Awesome, yeah, man. Well, listeners, let us know what you think. Let us know uh, if you disagree with us and our choices in these characters. Uh, yeah, and if there's anything else that you disagree or want to add, you know, hit us up and let us know what you think. What what does it take to lift Thor's hammer? Yep. Uh, you want to tell them where they can reach us? They can do that at Close Calls Pod. They can do it on Facebook. They can do it on Instagram. They can do it on Twitter. Uh, they can write us an email on, uh, on Gmail, uh, and they can hit us up on TikTok. True. Very all all very true. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Let us know. And if there's anybody you think that would be capable of lifting Thor's hammer, that yep. you know, outside of comic books, outside of like superheroes, Marvel and DC, um, and yeah, tell us what you think. And then, is there anybody in real life that you think would be worthy of lifting Thor's hammer? That'd be interesting to hear. It would be. Not like... That's hard to think of. Yeah, not necessarily like your uncle or your grandfather. More of all like a public figure. Yeah, person. yeah. Someone, more, someone would all know. Yeah, more of like a public figure, like My The Rock Charles. or some shit. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's for your Uncle Charles. <laughs> so yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, Make sure you come back next week. Uh, if you can, leave a review for us. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, tell a friend. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.